Everybody. How's everybody? <laughs> hey, Amanda. Hey, Diane. How you doing? You you good? I'm doing great. How's the UK doing? Oh, we are we're uh, surviving. <laughs> awesome, awesome. We're surviving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're surviving. Well, yeah. what's we Andy? Were... Andy, Andy, Andy. Where are you? Where are you? Andy, well, today. Again, darling. Yeah, right. Baby. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Today wow, is today yeah, is what day, Amanda? It's Conspiracy Friday. <laughs> Definitely. And my name is Cornell. I'm the producer of the uh-huh. Andy Kimbo and Amanda show. Yeah, and, baby. Uh, look, yeah, and uh, Amanda is our co-host. It's her show, her and Andy's <laughs> show. We want to tell y'all that. And wherever Andy is, where is he? Did they get him? I don't know. I think maybe he's in the bathroom again. You know, I got a, I got a change. Oh my god! I hope so I'm how wrong because you know, we'd have to evaluate again. <laughs> Oh my gosh, definitely. I hope this time he gets some spray. You understand what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> I, I keep a keep a can here next to me, Cornell. You know, I try to keep myself prepared for this type of situation. <laughs> definitely, definitely, because you never know what's gonna go on on Friday's show. Right. You understand what I'm it's saying? So- I don't know if he's trying to disappear on us or something like that. Go somewhere out of the street. So me, tell me what's going on in the UK. Do I still sound like a chipmunk? Well, actually, you sound a little better. You sound like a singing chipmunk. So. A singing chipmunk. <laughs> but it sounds great, though. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, it because awesome. let's change things up a little and adjust the sound. So, okay, well, there's lots of things going on in the UK. Mainly, you know, more pressure with uh, COVID. There's many areas in the UK now immediately moved into Tier 3, which is the pretty high alert. And yes. uh, to be honest, there are some measures of... Uh, certain uh, cities that, that are very happy with the situation because they need more financial aid and things for, for workers and yeah. um, they want to try and resolve this with our Boris Johnson what happened, on, I don't know, but Boris Johnson is very concerned um, about these areas still having serious issues with the rises in cases so you know, that's a major thing at the moment and of course, you know Signs uh, to do with uh, Trump and the whole US election still, and then we've got other things going on as well. But you know, what jumped to my uh, attention was this whole conspiracy thing. That has been my focus today, guys. Uh, 
is my yes, focus. Yes. And it's a very yes. interesting one today. But I heard and you Andy, came up with the idea too. You excuse me, you came up with the idea for the show. So basically, yeah. you, it's it's the Amanda and Andy conspiracy <laughs> show. It is Area, 50, Area fifty-seven, right? Oh, Studio fifty-seven. That's that's what um Andy <laughs> was saying. Yeah. Studio fifty-seven <laughs> back in the eighties or seventies, a, a wild disco area. I mean, area. Yeah, era. I heard that. <laughs> Yeah. Heard about that place it was quite a, a jumping place, right? Lots of things going down there, and uh, yeah, was it uh, celebs used to go there and stuff and hang out and party? Yeah, they used to party. party. They, yeah, I think um, what's her name? Um, Donna Summers or something like that used to perform there. Oh. Don't quote me on that, but she had this hit, and it was basically back in those times. It was it was it reminds you of house music. But it was like on a disco, a little faster beat. I think I think yeah. they was in the same category or something like that. Okay, okay, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, because like I said, I've only heard more bits and pieces of it, so I couldn't really say. Yeah, uh, man. Huge amount of has been uh, going out to vote. Did he do that today, or was it earlier this week? I, I, hey, I know that's. But where's Andy? He's supposed to show us, you know, talk about him voting. Wherever, yeah, where, wherever he's at, you know what I'm saying? He's I'm probably somewhere um, drinking a Kona beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, Andy, we miss you. But, uh, we miss you, Andy. Uh, we need you. Come on. But um, over here in the uh, States and everything, in the um, Philadelphia area, um, basically everything, everybody is like, you know, they still wear a mask. Some are wearing them. Some are not. And um, Yeah. You know, I think different strokes for different folks, but basically they should be wearing a face facial mask, you know, just and staying very distant, you know, and washing their hands and doing yeah. everything. There are a lot so. of people here, uh, admittedly, that just, they don't keep their distance. They're in their own little world. They pass directly by you. Like I went out for a walk yesterday, um, and people I passed, there was only kind of like three people that passed. Yeah. Bear in mind, I went out at a time when there wasn't many people around, so the people I did pass were just, yeah. it, it was like they didn't really care. I was making, you know, making like a U kind of direction around them, and they were still like, oh, no, we're just going to carry on through, and I didn't have a lot of room to move, so I literally had to try and stand back with it being really offensive, like, you're too close. You know? So, uh, that bugs me a little, but I guess there are a lot of people that take it as serious. I could, maybe it's a huge judgment on my part. I don't know, but yeah, that's the, the impression you get when you're around people. So yeah, I, I think the best move is to maybe move forward with this. Um, yeah. Can see if he he's getting on uh, or where he is, and if he wants to go ahead with that first. Yes, 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 yes. Um, actually, Andy just texted me, and um, he said okay. that he um basically um he jumped on an airplane, and he'll be right back. He went to get some tasty cakes in the East Coast, but he should be back in like work time. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we'll see. But um, <laughs> tasty he's cakes. Tied, he's mm-hmm. Actually, he said he's tied up in a conspiracy, so he's oh, basically. He is. Yeah, he's at um Studio Fifty Seven. Um, I right. mean Area Fifty One okay. or Studio Fifty Seven, <laughs> one of those places. <laughs> but 
But um, either he's doing disco or he's somewhere um eating with the Martians. I don't I don't really know. But um, either one sounds very interesting right now. I got definitely, say. definitely. So know, we'll right? we'll play the we're going to play the audio of the town hall. Okay. That's what we okay. do. Oh, I see. Okay. Did you take so a test on the day of the debate? Could test the day before and the day before, and I was always in great shape, and I was in great shape for the debate. As president, I can't be locked in a room someplace for the next year and just stay and do nothing. Tick tock, tick tock. And every time I go into a crowd, uh, I was with uh, the parents of our fallen heroes. These people are the most incredible people. And they came up to me and they would hug me and they would touch me. And I'm not going to not let them do it. When a president doesn't wear a mask or makes fun of folks like me when I was wearing a mask for a long time, then, you know, people say, well, it mustn't be that important. After contracting COVID-19 yourself, has your opinion changed on the importance of mask wearing? No, because I was okay with the masks. I was good with it, but I've heard many different stories on masks. Former New Jersey governor and one of President Trump's debate coaches, Chris Christie, says he was wrong for not wearing a mask at the White House after spending seven days in intensive care battling coronavirus at a New Jersey medical center. In a statement to NBC News, Christie wrote in part, I believed that when I entered the White House grounds that I had entered a safe zone due to the testing that I and many others underwent every day. I was wrong. I was wrong to not wear a mask at the Amy Coney Barrett announcement. And I was wrong not to wear a mask at my multiple debate prep sessions with the president and the rest of the team. He continues... I hope that my experience shows my fellow citizens that you should follow CDC guidelines in public no matter where you are and wear a mask to protect yourself and others. It is something to take very seriously. The ramifications are wildly random and potentially deadly. No one should be happy to get the virus and no one should be cavalier about being infected or infecting others. Listen to the head of the of the CDC. He stood up and he said, you know, while we're waiting for a vaccine, he held up a mask. You wear this mask, you'll save more lives between now and the end of the year than if we had a vaccine. I knew it was a big threat. Tick tock, tick tock. At the same time, I don't want to panic this country. I don't want to go out and say everybody's going to die. Everybody's going to die. Isn't there a middle ground? I looked around No, no, there's not a middle ground. You have to be safe, you have to be vigilant, and you have to be smart. Besides, you ain't black. What do you have to say to young black voters who see voting for you as further participation in a system that continually fails to protect them? Well, I say, first of all, as my buddy John Lewis said, it's a sacred opportunity and right to vote. You can make a difference. If young black women and men vote, you can determine the outcome of this election. Not a joke. You can do that. Mr. President, what will you and your administration do to better prepare our law enforcement officers to work in collaboration with the communities that they serve and also to protect the lives of innocent black and Latinos from police brutality and injustice? Right. I fully understand the question. And uh, I saw everything that you saw over the summer, and it was a terrible thing, a terrible thing to watch. 
And some people don't like it when I say it, but a lot of people agree. I have done more for the African-American community than any president with the exception of Abraham Lincoln. My poor little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day down in Alabama with its vicious racist, with its governor having his lips dripping with the words of interposition and nullification, one day right there in Alabama, little black boys and black girls will be able to join hands with little white boys and white girls as sisters and brothers. I have a dream today. I have a dream that one day every valley shall be exalted. And every hill and mountain shall be made low. The rough places will be made plain. And the crooked places will be made straight. And the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And all flesh shall see it together. This is our hope. This is the faith that I go back to the South with. With this faith. We will be able to hew out of the mountain of despair a stone of hope. With this faith, we will be able to transform the jangling discords of our nation into a beautiful symphony of brotherhood. With this faith, we will be able to work together, to pray together, to struggle together, to go to jail together, to stand up for freedom together, knowing that we will be free one day. This will be the day, this will be the day with all of God's children be able to sing with new meaning my country tears of thee sweet land of liberty of thee i sing you said you don't you don't want to ban fracking as you know it's an important issue here in pennsylvania not everyone buys your denial a member of the boilermakers local 154 sean stephanie was quoted in the new york times today saying you can't have it both ways it says you can't meet your goal to end fossil fuels without ending fracking what do you say to people like sean who doubt your denial because they think you you want to keep that promise tell and boilermakers overwhelmingly endorse me okay what i would do is i would stop making i would stop tax breaks and subsidizing oil. We don't need to subsidize oil any longer, number one. We should stop that and save billions of dollars over time. What I would also do with regard to, there's no, the difference between me and the new Green Deal. Green acres is the place to be. Farm living is the life for me. They say automatically by 2030, we're going to be carbon free. Not possible. So are you for it or against it? You say you're not for it, but in your website it says you call it a crucial framework. The Green my, New Deal. My, my deal is a crucial framework. I'm sure they'll ask you the white supremacy question. I denounce white supremacy. Okay. And frankly, you want to know something? I denounce Antifa 
And I denounce these people on the left that are burning down our cities that are run by Democrats who don't right, know what they're doing. While we're denouncing, let me ask you about QAnon. I just don't know about QAnon. You do know. I don't know. No, I don't know. What I do hear about it is they are very strongly against pedophilia. And I agree with that. I mean, I do agree okay. with that. And I agree but with it But there's not a satanic uh, pedophile. I have no idea. I know nothing about that. You don't know that? that? Okay. No, I don't know you that. Just and neither, this week, and neither do you know that. Okay, just this week, you retweeted to your 87 million followers a conspiracy theory that Joe Biden orchestrated to have SEAL Team 6, the Navy SEAL Team 6, killed to cover up the, the fake death of bin Laden. Now, why would you send a lot like that to your followers? It. You Can retweeted it. That was a retweet. That was a, an opinion of somebody, but, and that was a retweet. I'll put it out there. People can decide for themselves. I don't the take president. a position. You're not like someone's crazy uncle. Your own FBI director says there is no evidence of widespread oh, really? fraud. Well, then he's not doing a very good job. If I'm elected president, you will not hear me race baiting. You will not hear me dividing. You will hear me trying to unify and unify with bring people together. When I said I was running because I wanted to unify the country, people said, well, there are the old days. We better be able to do it again. Great. You better be able to do it again. Mr. Vice President, if you lose, what will that say to you about where America is today? Well, it could say that I'm a lousy candidate and I didn't do a good job. Um, but I think, uh, I, I hope that it doesn't say that we are as racially, ethnically, and religiously at odds with one another as it appears. Hey, hey, guys. Mm. hey Andy, I mean, y'all. He he got he finally got off the UFO ship. <laughs> he's back from Studio Fifty Four. <laughs> I, I I I'm off the U. It was quite a ride. I got to tell you, man, quite a ride. It was. And um, yeah, I'm waiting for the Casey kicks coming. Yeah, I took a, I got abducted by a spaceship and take. Yeah. So did you have your platform shoes on? Did you have your platform hot. shoes on? They try to make you wear platform yeah. shoes. And my bell bottoms, man. Oh, my and God. And your bell, bell bottoms. bottoms. Oh, boy. Mm. <laughs> hot. Mm. Very hot. <laughs> All the girls could they could keep They were kissing me, uh, swarming me, you know, all wow. over me. It was incredible. Hey, you know what? If the president can do it, then why can't I? God damn it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah, right? Well, we are all so over happy me. that you're back, Andy. Definitely. I was having a fun time listening to you guys. Do you, do you know something that occurred to me while I was trying to straighten out our technical issues, which I still have not been able to do? But anyway, it occurred to me that on this Conspiracy Friday, almost without fail, we always have some kind of technical issue. Did you realize that? I know. That's I know All this the show goes, think about it. Think about when we have issues, what day of the week is it? Well, we always have issues on Friday. Every, every yeah. since we've been doing the show, every Friday, every since be, even before we did a conspiracy, um, we've yeah. been having problems on Fridays. Yeah, yeah. You think about it. Yeah. There's a conspiracy happening. There Definitely. is. I agree. I'm not Ooh. happy, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna take it anymore. I'm as mad as hell. <laughs> I'm not gonna take it any. No more. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he dropped the F-bomb. <laughs> if oh. I'm going to, I want to say something, and then you've got to give me the answer in terms of the question. Okay? Sure. Okay. All ready? Yes. All right. It alleges that a, a bevy of Satan-worshipping 
pedophiles is running a global child sex trafficking ring and plotting against the president who is battling against this bevy of people. The theory also commonly asserts that Trump is planning a day of reckoning known as the storm when thousands of members of this bevy of group will be arrested. No part of the theory is based on fact. Mm-hmm. Wow. The answer, QAnon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. woo! Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Where's yes. the crowd? Uh, I got it right. Where's the crowd? Oh. I want to. I want to. <laughs> but right. However, however, I cannot give you credit. I cannot give you credit for that. But do y'all think uh, that's okay. true? Fair enough. Yes. Yes. You, you want to give you credit? Why? Are we clear? Yes. Evidently not. No, no, because you didn't answer the question. You didn't answer the statement with the question. You're supposed to say. Oh. First, you're supposed to say. <laughs> oh, that's the. Oh, okay. You get it, Amanda? <laughs> Shoot, another. Oh, this man. magazine, for the first time in 175 years, endorsed a political candidate. For 10 points, what is that magazine? Um, time. Who do they endorse? Time. Time magazine. God, you guys aren't doing too good today. Lose it. Must be Friday. <laughs> <laughs> good one, Cornell. Good okay. one. Right. <laughs> Oh my what God. is Rena 
acres is the place for me. Oh, uh, in it. That, that, that show was a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, it had to have been a conspiracy. Anytime a horse talked to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's Mr. Ed. That's not the acres. You got your programs mixed up. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's Mr. Ed. Oh, my God. Of course, of course. Have you ever heard of a horse? The famous Mr. Ed. Uh, Mr. Ed. Yeah, you're Mr. thinking Mr. Ed. Mr. Ed. That's Mr. Ed. That's a famous Mr. Ed. So, Amanda, <laughs> what do you think about this conspiracy that's going on with um, Donald Trump? What he was talking about. Or what well, the lady was talking about. The one that I refer to is uh, QAnon. Yeah. Okay, well, i got to be honest, guys. When I was researching this today, it really caught my attention because it started off what the first thing I found out about the uh, U.S. businesswoman named Marjorie Taylor Greene winning a nomination for a seat on the Republican House of Representatives and being a supporter of this conspiracy theory. So I was very intrigued to find out what it was all about. And then find that apparently 20 current congressional candidates have expressed support for this theory, too. So on brief reading, it's quite an in-depth one to share and it's gained some major attention on social media platforms and news alike. So yeah. it's that major social network sites such as Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube have taken action to remove content involving the support of QAnon. QAnon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> From being wow. said, as it is, it has instigated so much violence. Uh, and to get down to the nitty gritty of it all, what does the name QAnon mean or represent for our listeners? Well, Q is reference to, they think is more than one person. So a group of people having Q clearance within the U.S. Department of Energy that would grant the holder access to classified material. So, from what I managed to gather from various online sources trying to get to the bottom of these theories that they share, it would conclude that their true identity is secret, which is natural, I guess, if they're trying to start this huge uh, saving of humanity. It all started in October 2017 with a Mm -hmm. post on a place called 4chan called Calm Before the Storm, as was mentioned earlier. And was posted by someone going by the name of Q Clearance Patriot. Yeah. So it's been branded as a conspiracy theory and is based on events around President Trump. They appear to support Trump in many ways, um, at times focusing on certain issues. And uh, the conspiracy theory is suggesting that Trump is waging a secret war against Satan worshipping pedophiles in various areas from government to the media. They tend wow. to use um, cryptic messages known as Q drops or breadcrumbs and use pro Trump themes, right? Um, so there have been some theories some I'll start again. There have been some theories conspiracy coming out to you. It is. Let's do it again. So there's been some theories pushed by Q Anon, um, focusing on prosecutor Robert Mueller. And the supporters of QAnon claim that Mueller's inquiry into Russian interference in the 2016 U.S. election was a cover story for an investigation into pedophiles. But all this kind of fell through when no real results arose, and so people started to lose interest and focus on other areas. 
Um, it has gone that far that supporters have made threats online and offline to those they believe are covering up and protecting the paedophiles. So at this point, the conspiracy itself is spiraling quite a bit of, um, spiraling out of control because wow. certain celebrities are jumping on board. Uh, but like any conspiracy, it's like Chinese whispers. If people do provide information and brand it as fact, this does not mean we should trust everything we read or hear, right? So, mm, I mean, Google. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all know paedophiles exist. We all know that human trafficking is a real thing. Um, I think that we also need to be careful what we take as real evidence. And in, th in these cases, I don't think any real solid evidence has come to light um, regarding a lot of these theories that are pushed forward by QAnon. And, um, you know, it takes me to a quote or two quotes that Mark Twain said how easy it is to make people believe a lie and how hard it is to undo that work again. Mm. And his, his other quote, it's easier to fool people than to convince that they have been fooled. And I love those quotes because it's so true. Yeah. So, you know, there's been a lot of violence taking place. There's protests here in the UK because started all in the US, but now it's moved over to the UK, so people are trying to make peace for protests of all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But they're making, yeah. threats. they're making threats online and offline to people that they believe are covering up. That's, that's not good, because violence never really resolves anything. Definitely. And, you know, people can be so easily manipulated. It's like if a mass group of people said, hey, let's go jump off this cliff. It's going to lead to amazing things. Would you follow and do it without first stopping to make absolutely sure that what these people were saying is absolute truth for you? Why yeah. should that be different for anything else we read mm -hmm. about or, or hear about, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is very deep. I mean, they cover all sorts of theories to do with Titanic, um, elitists. Wow. You know, it goes on. They cover many areas, um, and the people that are believing these theories is growing and expanding. And I think more so since this whole COVID issue, because people are, are more online, they're searching for truth, they want to understand what's going on with COVID, and they're coming across things like other conspiracy theories and finding their way to QAnon. But I'm yeah. intrigued about this whole trying to save the world thing and how are uh, involving Trump in all of this. And even Trump has tweeted things about QAnon. So <clears throat> it makes me wonder, wonder if he believes I any always, of it or if he's just using it. Wow. So, I've always been on the assumption. I've heard, uh, you know, if you follow the uh, all the talk and the squawks, these far-right conspiracy theorists, you have, you know, everybody's encountered, you know, at one point, a Q and A believer, which is a question and an answer believer. No, that's Q and on. I'm sorry, not a question and answer. <laughs> Q, not a Q A. It's not question and answer. It's Q and on. Yes, I'm sorry, my mistake, folks. It is Friday. Um, we'll let you off. Which are individuals? Please. You know, these are individuals who follow the, um, you know, predictions that are, you know, kind of off debunked of an anonymous man who calls himself Stew, and that's where this whole thing. King things know that this, but it's interesting what you said. You know, and and this year, um, where does it all come from? You know, uh, uh, 
the bizarre right-wing conspiracy um, became more mainstream. You know, a Trump campaign spokesman, a spokesperson appeared um, uh, on a a QAnon show. Um, I'll tell you who it was, uh, Mike Flynn. And uh, supposedly he has sworn allegiance to the movement. And one of the furthermore, furthermore, um, a Fox or we saw we say state news host or the Trump News Network, otherwise known as Fox News. Um, mm-hmm. Jesse Waters initially, initially, actually praised QAnon um, for uncovering a lot of really terrific stuff. You know, before being pressured to retracting his his statements of regarding you know accordingly. Yeah. Um, and then Trump, you heard you heard this clip that we played, which I thought was kind of cute. I must say, I thought it was cute. Anyway, I enjoyed uh, it. <laughs> yeah, I, I hey, you know, um, Trump, um, Trump himself. You remember when he said, um, when the uh, interviewer um, said, "You tweeted," and he said, "Why well, retweeted?" But that, but he tweeted from his phone. He's a, that means it when the president communicates something, it's official correspondence from the president of the United States. And he's yeah. repeatedly retweeted posts from QAnon-related accounts, although yeah. it's unclear whether he really know what he was tweeting, what, what it even was, or what, what connections that he really knew these tweets were part of. And there's a yeah. number of Republican congressional candidates who either openly believe in the conspiracy theories, like, uh, like who? Like uh, Marjorie uh, Taylor Greene yeah. of Georgia, mm-hmm. who has expressed, you know, Measures from one degree or another of sympathy within them, including um, who else? Who else? Uh, Lauren, uh, who was it? Bobart, Bobart, or Bob Colorado? I forget her name. Bobart of Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Teresa Rayburn of Illinois. Mike, um, even somebody here in my home state, Mike Carlisle in California, um, and some others. You know, that have been you know that retweet, that get involved, that say things that are. And so the question is, what? What 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 effect does that have on anything, on anybody, on any political philosophy, uh, ideology? You know, just things that get spewed out. Right? Uh, am I right? <laughs> yeah. 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 And and the and the question is, how does that parlay into any extent anybody's experience at Studio Fifty Four? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's the afro. Maybe it's the afro puffs that made them look like you know. No. <laughs> but no, actually, it, it's a lot of conspiracy. They say that um, basically that like the money, there's not going to be money. Everybody going to have to get like a credit card, and they're going to be having the mark of the beast and all this other crazy stuff, man. You know. But isn't yeah. isn't there certain parts of the U.S. that are like withdrawing money? Yes. In I think a friend yeah, of mine in um, Michigan said that she couldn't have any change in the store because the the cashier said, oh, "I'm sorry, we haven't got any." She said, "Yeah, I'm got any." She said, "No, we haven't got any." And she knew it was kind of like the start of things to come. She mentioned it to me. I was like, "All oh, right, okay, okay." Yes. Um, yeah. So I thought, you know, what you just said there. I think that's where it's all heading to because let's face it, it's one people think it's very convenient to use a car, just whip that card out. Yeah. Scan it over the machine or whatever, or type in your pin and boom, it's done. Instead of yeah. like foraging through your wallet or purse and trying to get all the right money out and holding up the queue and mm-hmm. slowing down business, mm-hmm. right? 
so I don't, I, I don't know. They, they've probably got deeper reasons for uh, for doing it than that. Um, I should imagine there's a cost, isn't there, for producing money every year? Mm. Yeah, would, it's, would, so it's, well, yeah unless, sorry, it, unless it pays for itself. <laughs> yeah. yeah what were you going to say, Andy? Well, my my, you know, just seems to me that there's a, a large population, not just in America, but where you are, uh, Amanda, in, in the, what, the Eiffel Tower there, um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, wherever it's called there. Um, no, where you are in the UK, and uh, of course, people in America, left and right, Democrat, Republican, you know, white or black, brown, tan, indigenous, whatever, young and old, are witnessing um, a take back of America from a large number of very, very powerful. You know, criminals who have been destroying society and the world for several decades, maybe longer. Yeah. And uh, you know, that's and you, if you follow Q, that's kind of what that's the that's the foundation. And mm. um, you know, you have a choice of either scratching your head in, in confusion when seeing events unfold, um, or looking at the information provided by this Q and non foundation uh, to understand the real story. Definitely. But, um, you know, um, I agree with you. I you know, think, the, do you think, sorry, who the, the good guys with control over, um, you know, the, the NSA and you know, the Q intelligence, you know, oh, wouldn't that make a great, a great episodic? You remember, do you remember, man, you remember 24? I don't know if a man, if you got 24, you did get 24. Yeah. I saw it when I was, remember, tw- yeah, with yes, yes. God, did I love that program. I, I didn't miss it. Oh, my God, did I love that show. I didn't miss it. <laughs> episode. I loved it. Um, I thought it was wonderful. And I, what, the yeah. guy's name was Jack. What was his name? Jack. I want to be him when I grow up. I still do. What was his name? Jack. <laughs> uh, come on. <laughs> Is he still alive? I can't remember his name, darling. I didn't watch a huge but amount of them. But... Oh, i gotta, I got to find that one. Then. Jack. I'm going to look it up. What's the name of it? Jack and the Beanstalk. Uh, 24. <laughs> um, 24. Uh, wait a minute. Keith, so, uh, Jack, Jack Bauer. Jack Bauer. There you go. Jack Bauer. Oh, okay. you know, Jack Bauer is one of these guys that if you're ever in a situation, like if you're ever trying to get out of a conspiracy, you know, you ask yourself, you scratch your head, you say, what would Jack Bauer do now? And he always, you know, no matter what he did, he always had that, you know, that breath he no matter what situation he was in, it's always crisis. Yeah. He, he could yeah. be making love, and it was like a violent <laughs> crisis of some sort, you know? <laughs> he could be, you know, like, he's on a, <laughs> he's a crisis, he's in a rush. <laughs> it's like, hurry up and orgasm, will you? I've got to go. Hurry up. Right. <laughs> and his phone rings. His, he gets the phone and watch. I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, That's amazing. Jack Bauer. But he, you know, I've always, I've always, you know, when yeah. like, you know, as as modest as I am, and 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 shy, and and very bashful, and timid around uh-huh. women, and you know, I'd be <laughs> sitting on the couch next to a hot date, and you know, she inches closer and closer to me, and I'm back and further and further away. I call on two people. I call and on Humphrey Bogart, and I call on Jack Bauer. With your bell bottoms on. What on. to do? What? Yeah. what? <laughs> 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 They're your alter egos. <laughs> yeah. 
I like that. Alter egos. Yeah, that was, that <laughs> yes, was a know. really good show. Was that other show that was very similar but had a different approach? Um, I think it was called Eleventh Hour. I forget the name of the guy no, who, was called, who led the show. It was called Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. <laughs> That's what it was. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no, that, that guy right there, he's, he it's was living a conspiracy. A beautiful conspiracy. day in the neighborhood. A beautiful day oh, in God. the neighborhood. Uh, I, what? what kind of drugs was he on? Because <laughs> he was seeing it all, right? <laughs> oh, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. We got it. We got to make this audio up. Mr. Rogers meets Jack Bauer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Oh yeah. Hey, hey Andy. Oh yeah. Come on, we Andy, we gotta be honest, man. Mister Rogers was out there, man. <laughs> he was really out there. I mean, tell me he, some more about Mister Rogers, because well, he I'd used like to, to see like a train, a little choo-choo train that used to come around. He's like he's going yeah. fantasy land or some shit. Oh really? <laughs> yes. Interesting. Or was yeah, that I'm Fraggle sure. Rock? <laughs> Hey, I love Fraggle Rock. That was an awesome know, show. You, did you, I mean, have you seen? Did you get Mr. Rogers over there? No, darling. You got it right. You know, the first you, I heard of didn't. Mr. Rogers was in the movie The Burbs when he had it. I think Tom Hanks had it playing on a TV. He woke up to it, and I was like, "That tune, that tune is something," because it it was him singing about you know a wonderful day in a neighborhood, Man, and of course The Burbs was based around mm. Tom Hanks and his neighbors. So yeah. that that's when that show caught my attention years ago I, when that movie came out. I love that show, man. I really love that show. I used to watch that all the time. I even wow. had a sweater he used to wear. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. I wanted to see Mr. Rogers. You are a hard fan. I like yeah. it. <laughs> had the khaki pants on and the sweater. Nice. And what else he had on, Andy? I forgot. A sweater. I think that's all he wore was a sweater. <laughs> yeah, a sweater. It was red, right, Andy? Was it red? It was red. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show the rest of that clip over at the uh, American the Adult Video Music Awards there in January. Yes. I'm dressing, I'm dressing up as Mr. Rogers. <laughs> <laughs> he was a um, he he was he produced the show, you know. Um, yeah. And he was actually, you know, a lot of people don't know this. I, you know, you might. You know, question, Andrew, when did you become such a Mr. Rogers expert when we started playing him on our show? Um, <laughs> he was okay. a, uh, he was actually a Presbyterian minister. Really? You know, and he created the show. Um, and he was, um, it was like a preschool television show, you know, um, and it ran from, uh, I don't know, I'm thinking the mid 60s, at least into the 2000, 2001 mid to late 60s, right in there, under the exact dates, but right in there, you know, late 60s to early 2000s, um, and he, um, and he was a, you know, a, a, he was a Presbyterian minister, he started a television career in, uh, um, in Pittsburgh, well, actually, I think New York, and then went to Pittsburgh or something like that, okay. but uh, yeah. he, he started doing some children's programming, um, he graduated from a theological seminary, Wow. and, um, Became a Presbyterian minister in the early '60s, and then he, uh, you know, he, he was—he's he, also a child psychologist oh. and astrophys—he was astrophysicist. Man, he was—he was slated to be the—he was slated to go to the moon uh, with uh, the space program. Wow. He was supposedly a yes. He was developed the first nuclear submarine. Are oh, you talking about Mr. Rogers that I see? I know. <laughs> I'm 
I wondered if it's the same person. And he made he made some of the most delicious dessert toppings anyone would ever want to taste. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and then he uh, started children's shows. Um, but he huh. created he was actually the creator. Really, he did create Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, and. Um, and you know, I I didn't know you didn't get that there, but uh, you know, you know what you should check out is um, Tom Hanks played Mr. Rogers in a movie called uh, Mr. Rogers, I think, the last year it was released. He did it. He 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 he, he did <laughs> he did an amazing job as Fred Rogers. He 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 just I didn't see the movie. I just saw clips and interview clips and things like that. But he Andy, could you survive in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood? Can I sing it? I it's mean, a no, beautiful could you survive? Day. Could, you live in, could you live in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood, like survive? Live Hell in... yeah. Yeah, me and my woman. Both <laughs> <of them>. <laughs> <laughs> he talks about a beautiful yeah. world, doesn't he? Mr. Rogers, beautiful he world. Talks about a beautiful world. It was out there, man. I don't want to wake up in a world where, where in the morning it's it's technicolor and, and, and beautiful people are bursting their windows and opening their shutters and the birds are tweeting and there's butterflies flying around and the world is a perfect place. Oh, oh you man, want to be that, so that, that's great. That sounds like the Teletubbies. Andy, you want to be so white? You know, and, and woodland creatures come and sit on your lap and, you know, sing to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this sounds like it. a conspiracy. Yeah. Friday now, I'm starting to get scared. <laughs> yeah, we're we're not on we'll drugs, get, uh, yeah. listeners. By the way, we're we're not on drugs. We, we want a conspiracy. Friday. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, you know, do you know? Do you guys know that it was a conspiracy uh, that Fred Rogers um, was a uh, what was he? Was, you know, it was a conspiracy theory that he was a beach He was he was a what? Sorry. A marine sniper. A marine really? sniper. Navy SEAL. Wow. Although he did not, yeah, he didn't serve in the military, but that's true. That's actually true. You know, we were making some conspiracies up before, but that is true. It's it, it a rumor that went around that uh, that he was in the in the navy, and uh, right. there's also there's also theories that he was a convicted child molester, although there was mm. no criminal wow. record of any kind. Um, bisexual. Uh, have century long marriage to the same woman, uh, um, you know, all, all these different conspiracies that were that stemmed about Mr. Rogers. You know what happens? I mean, do you remember Barney? Did you get Barney over there by any chance, Amanda? No, Barney? But we know of him. Oh, I love you. I'm wondering if we did. It's a, That's made me think. I think he went worldwide. Oh, it's good to be you. Yeah, yeah, I think he Remember did. It's, yeah, he was like a purple dinosaur. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, Black I know the dude. My daughter. Oh, my gosh. I love that guy, man. <laughs> yeah. But, wow. you know, there was all sorts of rumors that floated around about Barney. Uh, yeah, child molester, been in jail, DUIs, all these things, and Mr. Rogers and all these things. You know, it seems like any time you – have a stance or position in society where you can't, you become recognized and, and a household word, bam, conspiracy Friday, um, you know, it just, you especially know, rumors, involving kids, stories, right? especially yeah. involving kids, especially uh, yeah. involving kids, yeah. It's a very, very sensitive subject, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, when you've got your own kids, 
you want them to be safe and protected. Yep. And I can understand why everybody's jumping on this Q and how did you pronounce it, Andy? Q and on. So I just pronounce it Q and on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, that group, that conspiracy theory group, yeah. <laughs> I can see why they're jumping on that because you know Yes, uh, it's it just you got to you know it just I remember one time, well more than one time actually I was I was featured they had the Philadelphia Inquirer my hometown hometown um, had a feature in the major paper for the Philadelphia Inquirer they put my picture performing I won't say performing what on what were you performing <laughs> we really want to know. <laughs> What kind of performance was? <laughs> yeah, uh, the, I, I want to know On the front page of the weekend section, there was there, was, there I was, bam, and they did a feature <laughs> article on me, and right. um, which which yeah, and um, so it was cool, and, and so then I would go out, you know, leave my 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 flat at the time and go out in the street and go to the store to get a food or rent a video or you know anything I did, and people were like. Oh my God! You know, oh, I saw a great article, man. Hey, did it, did it, and and lasted a while, and does the radio and things, you know. And so, what I realized at the time is you can have it, you know, you can have this. I don't know how people who actually, you know, become develop notoriety by their appearances in various television shows and the, yeah. the news media and movies, you know, Barney, whoever, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know how they do it. You lose, you lose your your, your value. All of a sudden, you go out and you're I don't know. And, and these major pop stars and things, you know, um, wow, I couldn't do it. I couldn't hey, do it. Major pop stars people go to a Seven Eleven and just sit there and go to the cash. Everybody storm it. <laughs> like, oh my God, is that person yep. in the It's quite I, a lifestyle, isn't it? It really is. I'm I'm in. I'm in Hollywood. I mean, I'm, um, you know, our coast to coast studios here in LA and, um, I haven't seen, but many people have seen, you know, everything from famous musicians and singer songwriters to famous actors in outdoor patio cafes, you know, with their friends, with, you know, hanging out, having a beer, having lunch, having a whatever at the, at the equivalent of a Starbucks or something like that. And, and everybody's very respectful for privacy, very respectful. And, uh, and I admire that. I admire that. I'm right. sure they, they do too. And and then you do hear stories about people like you know Jack Bauer, who sits down to eat somewhere, and people rush over to his table in the middle of a meal. And oh, wow. and some some are very courteous, and they take pen and they you know sign a couple photographs. Then okay, okay, you know, but they're, and then some are oh man, you know. Yeah, my steak but is I, getting I, cold. I, uh, Come on, man, my steak is getting cold. Yeah, I don't right. Want to sign yeah. But I just remember having a taste of that, and I'm going back to 1996 or five or something, quite a while ago, and um, nobody's mentioned my name since. <laughs> oh well, no respect. You know what I mean? Nothing. I'll take it back. I'll take back what I said. Give me that article. I'll take it back. We, we, we love you. We love you. Definitely, we love you. We love the show. We love everything about you, Andy and Amanda. Oh. This is the Andy and Amanda show. 
Our, our number here is is 515-605-9888. Please uh, join the conversation anytime you'd like to and um, share your thoughts, your opinions of conspiracies. What has what have what has you heard? And uh, what is fiction? What is fact? Here on Conspiracy Friday, the Coast to Coast Show. Um, but anyway, I think the 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 main conspiracy as we were saying early on that's that we've all been for some reason I don't even get pay attention mm. to is that um, is the is the QAnon. I don't, I don't even know what it was. I started hearing it and I'm like, you know what? Huh? I didn't know anything about that. And I'm usually into conspiracies. I read up on about this was something new to me. Also, mm. yeah. 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 It's fascinating. I think so, what led me on to it was the the headline that Facebook and t- was late to follow Twitter on uh, banning these posts from from being posted, supporting the whole thing. That's what got me onto it. Um, as I was perusing the the conspiracy theories. <laughs> I like how you said it. Say that again, Amanda. Where you? What the, I like that. Was- Cruising. You caught on to that too, Andy? Perusing. Yes, I did. That, that's, why I was, that's why I was so quiet. <laughs> I was suggesting that. <laughs> Boys. I'm going to I'm going to cut I'm going to cut that audio section out of our show and just play it over and over again. Just the famous uh, <laughs> right. That's how, that's how I'm going. To, that's how I'm going to rock myself to sleep at night. Okay. Tick tock, tick tock, tick tock, tick tock. Oh God. <laughs> it's gonna keep creeping oh up. God. You know that, right? Tick tock, 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 tick tock. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. They also hey. try to they also try to say that uh Was that him flushing it down the toilet? That's why I said it. They also try to say that uh <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm back. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> that was quick, Andy. That was quick. That was Amy he was doing the uh the the John John back what's his name? Power? <laughs> Legend? John Legend? Yeah. You were, you were extra quick, right? You were on a, a schedule. Like the whole 24 hours thing. Oh, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, say, say that again. Say, say schedule. Schedule. I know you guys say schedule, right? No, no, no. no. I thought schedule. you said schedule. We say schedule. What? No, I thought, no, I, no, 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 no. No, no. You, no, you, no. You, you guys say schedule. We say schedule. No, 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 no. No, no, no. 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 Next, you know, you you thought you thought the presidential debate was serious. I say, <laughs> said it, it is. I've heard people with with accents with UK accents say set. What is it? Central, central. Really? Where we say schedule? Well, nah. So I, you uh, have to you say you have to you say, you do say schedule. You do say schedule. I do say schedule, yeah. But I've heard many Americans well, like say schedule. Which is funny, right? And that's really funny because I would have thought the opposite. I would have thought the absolute opposite. Wow. That's really funny. That really, it is. That's a conspiracy. You say tomato, I say tomato. We got <laughs> a call. Potato, oh, I say potato. Call Ooh. Wow. Who we got? Who we got? We will. 
would love to hear from you. Yes, please. Yes, we do. TikTok, TikTok. TikTok. Caller. <laughs> Caller, where you at? Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe they want to remain anonymous. Oh, uh, come on. Say Aww. something. Don't Aww. be scared of conspiracy Friday. Hey, hey guys, I, I, yes. I just had a, you know, we, we, we get all these, you know, kind of crazy callers. You know how we get all these crazy callers all the time. So I screen them and I screen this caller. This, this guy is calling from, from Hawaii. Really? We're talking about across the pond. Are you there? I'm here. Are you, are you on? Oh, okay. hey, welcome aboard. Hey. Welcome aboard. You're on the Coast to Coast show. Andy and Amanda and Cornell from, where are you from Cornell? I forget. Uh, Wilmington. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. <laughs> What's up? I do it. Well, I, I'm I'm doing okay. It's uh, what is it? Early afternoon here. Uh, I just did a little mix of uh, some stuff I added to that song you sent me the other day. Whoa! I, I, I figured figured I'd call in with the conspiracy that Andy and Chad are going to make some more music for one. Oh my gosh, that is a conspiracy. <laughs> pretty scary. It's pretty scary. Chet, Chet, just so you know, guys, I actually do know Chet, and 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 he single-handedly orchestrated and produced uh, across three thousand miles my last album. And awesome. Put bass parts in, the guitar parts in, and and choral parts in. You know, um, went on. You know, yeah. So uh, I, I said, I, Chet, I had to, I had to get billions of bits of of information. Dancing in the correct direction in that computer. <laughs> oh my God! Talk, talk about yeah. Talk about yeah, a conspiracy. I, get, yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> to get them all going the in the right direction you, is. Am I the hardest musician you've ever had to work with? Uh, no. You can be honest. No, actually, <laughs> actually, no, no. Uh, although you're, you're. Uh, let me see. Your chord progressions are unique. Uh, <laughs> no, actually, I had one friend when I started. I did one album for him about uh, I don't know twenty some years ago, and uh, and he had a lot of trouble with tempo, but and couldn't use a click track. So that was that added some extra stuff to it. But I bet that was interesting. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> it's a pleasure to meet you. Hey guys, it's a pleasure to meet you. I, I sent third heart. I sent. Uh, I sent uh, Oh, I sent um, Amanda and Cornell that guitar track that I sent you, which is the title, going to be the title track eventually of a record called uh, called. We uh, can't say yet. No, no, <laughs> you can't, can't release yet. that can't yet. Say no, it. no, no. Oh, don't! Oh my gosh! Thank, thank you then. Okay. Anyway, it's going to be the title track of a of a record, and <laughs> it was just a guitar piece that I made up, and. Uh, it's going to be a single, too. It's going to be a single, although it's not nothing's written yet. But it, <laughs> when it's done, it will be done. Um, <laughs> but I sent it to uh, Chet, just like you sent it to you guys, just to bounce it around. And it was just something that's plugged in and played with no, you know, just whatever came out. And Chet's kind of used to that, I think. And um, and, and he, he emailed me back, like, in a heartbeat. said, bam, you know, put a bass guitar, let's do this thing. And there's even some some uh, little parts that aren't consistent that he's fixing up that I'm going, I'm like, whoa, you can do that. You know how to do that. Oh, that's amazing. Okay. <laughs> it is amazing. Well, I added, uh, I added the uh, six string fretless bass and then a couple of uh, guitar parts. 
That's awesome. And I sent you uh, a link just before your show started of uh, the rough mix of wow. that. Wow. So we're, no, we're on our way. Show to end. Yes. We're going to count that. We're going to go to the after show yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Keep going. Yeah, you can download it M- or you can listen to it on MP3. I sent you the link to listen to it from my I website. I will. So. I will. Yeah. I will. Gosh, how you doing? So, how's Hawaii doing? How's it going over there? Well, uh, we're we're hunkering down still from COVID, uh, especially with my fifty percent heart condition. You know, only fifty percent mm. uh, oh. after the healthcare system here uh, wow. ruined my heart. So, uh, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear about that, brother. I'm sorry to hear about that. Yeah, it was a classic case too. It shows all the good parts of uh, the U.S. healthcare system. It took them 12 hours to take me and my active heart attack from here, mm. my yurt in uh, South Hawaii Island, to uh, finally have the heart attack stop 12 hours later in Honolulu. Mm. After two, two, one ambulance ride a number of hours waiting for permission to carry me further because I was in an out-of-network ER, mm-hmm. then another ambulance ride, and then a helicopter ride. Wow. wow. And they landed, the, they landed the helicopter on the lawn of the hospital in Honolulu, and I heard one of the guys from the hospital saying, hey, you guys are supposed to land at the airport. And the EMT says, we're landing this guy in the lawn because I was wow. dying. <laughs> yes. So, Amazing, man. <laughs> Oh my gosh! So they finally—I signed in. Like I got the heart attack about seven o'clock at night, and on a Saturday, the ninth of June, twenty eighteen, and then I signed in at seven a.m. for uh, the cath lab to get it stopped. Hmm. Wow. And then the next day, they almost killed me with an overdose of of uh, the blood pressure stuff. Really? To lower your blood what? pressure. Yeah, they they OD'd me in the hospital, and my blood pressure oh my went down God. like something like seventy five over thirty five. Oh my goodness! And, and I almost croaked again. It was it was fun. And so you're, uh, you're meant to be here. here. You're definitely meant to be here. I love your whole attitude. <laughs> you're meant to be here. Yeah, but it was yeah. uh, all about so, a conspiracy for more profits for corporate health care. But yeah, that is a conspiracy. Yes, it is. <laughs> How's, how 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 are people taking the the uh, well, I'll call it a crisis for lack of a um, of a better name of the administration the upcoming election how how is that going over there are people well, up in arms or over over here things? over here it, it's it's pretty obvious that Hawaii's gonna yeah. gonna go blue uh, you know so I mean it's mm-hmm. there's no mystery yeah, it's like, to, it's like who all three yeah. of our electoral votes are all. Four of our electoral votes are going to go. In fact, in the Hawaii, yep. uh, uh, all elected offices, there are only five Republicans. So it's, <laughs> wow. it's kind of wow. inter- interesting place. Uh, yeah. But another part that is good, I'm in contact with people like from Arkansas who just can't stand you know, the way COVID is being treated. The thing about Hawaii is that people are very considerate of one another. And mask wearing from the beginning has not only been uh, practiced, but it's become a, a fashion statement. People have a lot of fun with it here. So, I mean, some of the masks are just so cool. 
And we, uh, we had a, gentleman, a lot of aloha, a lot of aloha. Yeah. Uh, we had a gentleman, I think it was two or maybe three weeks ago, on the Friday show actually, who called from Arkansas, who uh, whose big thing is a big Trump fan, big, mm. big time Trumpy. And um, his big argument was Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden. And that's, he kept saying that. Hunter Biden this and Hunter Biden. I'm thinking, wait, wait, we have 216,000 people dead. We got, you know, the economy has not been this bad since the Depression. We've got, you know, we're isolating ourselves from the rest of the world. We're laughing stock of the world, and you're talking Hunter Biden. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. You're, you're, we have a major symptom in the in the White House, and you're talking about a minor symptom. <laughs> Hunter yes. Biden making Hunter a few extra because of his connection. <laughs> yeah, and it's not, you know, I I was on the board of directors of the National Kidney Foundation, and I got appointed to their uh, supervising the development, the fundraising. Uh, in the eighties, you know, in the eighties, and also I was the board of directors of uh, of some schools. Um, I knew nothing about kidney disease. I knew nothing about. I think it was a Montessori school. I was in the board of directors of Montessori school. I didn't even know what Montessori was. All right. So um, Hunter Biden gets a position in with an energy company, and uh, you know, you could say, well, Andy Kimball, why was he on the board of this school and the board of the kidney foundation, the head of development, all these things? He didn't know anything about it. He didn't have any experience. So yeah, 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 and. You know, wow. but they they benefited. But, you know, they 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 benefited, right? And and it was it was a mutual. It was it was it was a great program. Something that I was proud to be able to do, and something I was proud to be part of, and proud to be able to contribute to, and blah blah blah. Um, no experience, none, zero beforehand. But yeah. uh, you know, it was a great great. It was a great time in my life. It was wonderful. It was a wonderful time in my life. So yeah. you and and you can go through. You can even go through. Companies such as Tesla and companies, um, uh, gosh, um, who's the guy? The uh, oh man, the uh, God, that TikTok, was, like, uh, TikTok, Hathaway, TikTok. Warren Buffett. It's it, Warren, Warren Buffett. You know, there's board, there's, you know, he's he's appointed presidents to some of his companies that have had no experience in the industries of what they're president of. Oh my gosh, I um, love. I really, I st- I love Warren Buffett. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable, huh? And even this girl, listen, I this like girl, his, she's I like his quote. Yeah, he have a lot of quotes. My favorite Warren Buffett quote is that, uh, uh, "Hey, hey, people, there really is a class war, and it's my class that's winning." Definitely. Yeah, like that. that's, that's my favorite. Girl, girl, let me play this. This girl has no experience. Listen to this. No experience whatsoever. I like my hips to be held, and I like to, like, you know, so I can still move back and forth and, you know, work it, like, twerk it. That sounds like a Warren Buffett quote. (laughs) Yeah. That was that same interview, I think. (laughs) Yeah, right? I think I think it might have been his interview for Dancing with Stars. In fact, definitely is when he did the, the classwork quote. He had a yeah. documentary TikTok, about TikTok, 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 TikTok. <laughs> he, he have a um, documentary well, you know, on um, Netflix. Warren Buffett. 
Joe Biden and Kamala Harris would bury the economy under an avalanche of red tape, more regulation, and more bureaucracy. In fact, the California senator that he named as his running mate this week said during her short campaign for president that Americans needed to be, and I quote, educated about the effect of our eating habits on our environment. Senator Kamala Harris said she would change the dietary guidelines of this country to reduce the amount of red meat Americans can eat. Well, I've got some red meat for you. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. Not going to let them beat our meat either. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) Although. Let me know if it happens, I'll look away, okay? (laughs) You know, I mean, I don't know whether to get serious or keep the laughter going, but uh, every presidential administration has changed that diagram. The funny one was when G.W. Bush turned it upside down so that meat would be on the top. Whoa. Yeah. And then Obama came in and they turned it back around so that, you know, veggies and, and grains could be more on the top. And I think Trump might have burned it. I don't know. He's burning everything else, including the planet. But do you, do you know what? You know, I, I, um, you know, I don't eat a lot. Of, I, I there's this new restaurant to open up today, and I had to, I had to. I rarely eat red meat, but I, I did, um, I did. You were have forced a to it. There that was, yeah. It, it, I had a hamburger, and uh, you know, the thing I don't like about eating red meat, you know, for me, um, is, um, is. Um, um, Actually, let Andy control the sound effects. Pretty much. Well, actually, it, that's a conspiracy. It is a conspiracy. He's on a spaceship. His sound effects get us lurching uh, sometimes, you know, like, like ah, yeah, too much. But anyway, yeah. So, so all in all, how you feeling, uh, Chad? How you feeling the, the elections? Uh, seriously, how, how you feeling the elections going to go? Do you? Are you, do you feel For one me? way or another? To, you know, you, yeah. The odds are pretty good that Biden's going to win. And I think is, so too. Uh, the polls are like he's way ahead of where where Hillary was, and he's not as universally disliked as she was. Is. Uh, and it, it, it and, seems like the distance is growing too. And then the people have you know watched three and a half years of, of the Donald show. And in fact, from last night, you know, the dueling, uh, the, what I saw this morning was 
the uh, dueling reality TV town hall things. Actually, I call it reality TV porn, but the dueling yes. TV thing. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, speaking of red beans, uh, the uh, ratings were in, and, and the Biden show beat out the Donald show. So that was kind of interesting because that sort of bore out what the polls have been saying is that people are just tired of his acts. And and so I don't know that he can come back in the next three weeks or so. I don't think so. Like so then our, then our work really begins because um, I'm going to get serious for just a second here. The main thing I stress when I'm online fighting with people and everything is uh, that nothing's going to change until we make them do it. So I urge continuing to organize people's movements and manifest it in a people's lobby lobby of literally thousands of people who show up in the halls of Congress and block, convince, cajole, or force the 269 votes plus a signature that we need for Medicare for All, Green New Deal, uh, end the wars, uh, living wage, etc. So that's my rant. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, people's lobby. We've got to like hit them with two or three people per Congress critter and get those votes uh, if we're talking at the federal level. Because waiting for yep. them to do it, to volunteer, when 99% of the time they're hearing from the people who donated the big money to get them into office is, to me, a kind of a waste of time. You know, we need um... – we, I mean, in order for the Senate to flip, there's three seats that have to flip if uh, Biden wins and four if uh, if Trump wins. And um, I know I I really feel confident that Mark Kelly of Arizona is going to get in. And uh, I, I think we just might get those three. You know, would that be something if 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 yeah. the overwhelming mode or mood and atmosphere of the country? Well, this was so fed up in the past three years that we just won, you know, Democratic Congress, Senate, and an executive branch. That's, and the White House would be. That's what happened in 2008. People yeah. were fed up with yeah. 12 years of Reagan Bush, and then finally it just. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, we're eight years of of uh, George W. Bush changing right. wars. Right. And uh, yeah. and it, it it was a essentially a progressive landslide because Obama did run as a pseudo progressive candidate yes uh unfortunately yes. we were you know uh what's i don't know stabbed in the back in 2009 and from then on but uh yeah so this yeah. time we have to i mean the first first order of business in january would be even if the democrats can flip the senate to 51 or 52 on their side they're still going to have to deal with the filibuster so they're still and to deal with the filibuster you have if you're going to get rid of the filibuster you better pass some legislation that's going to make people happy for the next yep. 2 years so give them yep. some like medicare for all or and yeah. uh you know 
jobs in the Green New Deal. Yep. And then in two well, years, you don't have to worry about losing the House or losing the Senate again because people will be right. so used to having health care and a, and a job making a better world and that they're not going to want to vote for Republicans again. Yep. Yep. The issue, another serious issue, though, however, is looking beyond the election, you know, eight days after the election, the Affordable Care Act, or otherwise known as Obamacare, before the Supreme mm-hmm. Court. And the concern is, of course, as we know, is that this new um, candidate, you know, nominee for a, for a bench seat on the Supreme Court gets in, what's going to happen to the Affordable Care Act? And what's really disappointing about that is that Trump, you know, before he became president, his campaign and thereafter, he wanted to, you know, abolish the Affordable Care Act, you know, and, and you know, make it go away. It was I replaced it with something else, of which replaced it with what we still don't know. But it didn't go through. It didn't go through the Congress. Didn't you remember John John McCain and the thumbs down, and it, and it failed. And and that expressed the will of the people. The will of the people, 20 million Americans were receiving health care benefits on the Affordable Care Act who otherwise would not be able to afford health care, right? 20 million people. So and, – and we the people spoke. Our, our representatives, our senators, our Congress said, no, we're keeping the Affordable Care Act, uh, or, you know, uh, pre-existing conditions, kids being on their parents' health plan until they're 26, um, you know, being able to provide a healthcare program to those who can't afford it, and it goes on and on and on. Twenty million people are benefiting by it, and the people said we want to keep it. And Trump goes, he has the audacity to ignore legislation and go and try to get rid of it by going to the Supreme Court of the United States. And let's see if they'll take it. Pressing the minority—that's not the—that's not we the people. That's Donald Trump. That's the minority of the population, and. Um, so as as important as this election is, is is does is the Supreme Court now going to be able to exercise their will as as another legislative branch of the government? Supposedly, no. And every nominee gets on the, and, and and testifies. Oh, you know the rule of law and my personal beliefs don't make you know, this and that. But it's a it's a real concern. It's a real concern. I. I've been putting forward the uh, Lincoln solution to that. Back in the 1860s, he had actually two solutions. Uh, The first one is he did expand the court. That's when the court went from eight to nine members. And the reasoning was one justice for each circuit court. Now we have 13 circuits. So using the Lincoln precedent, it's certainly uh, reasonable to increase the number of seats on the Supreme Court to 13, which means that Mm -hmm. President Biden would be nominating four new justices, which, uh, if we the people are in the halls of Congress making it happen, would mean four more Warren-style liberals on the uh, Supreme mm-hmm. Court to make the votes mm-hmm. seven to six instead of six to yeah. three crazy. Then and, and I, I, the next yeah. trick – excuse me? Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Then the next trick is we go back to my original thing, pass some legislation that helps – fulfill people's needs. The cure for Obamacare is uh, H.R. 1384 style Medicare for all. That's the cure for Obamacare. Oh, yeah. 
That's yeah. what we need yeah. to replace Obamacare with. Take care of the 30 million people who right now don't have health care at all. The yes. 80 million who are underinsured uh, or are like me, they get bills for thousands of dollars extra uh, mm. when I'm on Social Security for $1,400 a month. Uh, and uh, and the 500,000 medical bankruptcies every year. The cure for all that is HR 1384, which is S1129 in the Senate, Medicare for all. And once people have that for a couple of years, they go to a doctor, any doctor they want. Any doctor, yep. Any hospital, yep. any medical provider, yep. and they don't even have to bring their wallet. That's Just right. the card, their Medicare for all yep. card, and that's it. No money, think get what needs to be done, done, go home, no more new surprise bills. Uh, They get used to that, and you you can't pry it away from them uh, no matter who's on the Supreme Court. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. But again, you've got to deliver the goods. You you do, and the fact that we we have Medicare, obviously. We have unemployment. We have FEMA. We have – I mean when you think about the programs that are sponsored by and provided by – for the people by the government, and you get these right-wing fanaticals that say, oh, you're socialist, you're socialist. Uh, Let me think. Did you benefit by unemployment or know anybody who did Uh, and and so forth and so on? And um, it's – that's – there's no reason. I mean aren't we one very few or maybe the only country – in the world that does not have some kind of expanded medic, you know, healthcare program for its population. I think we're the only affluent country that doesn't have universal comprehensive care. And only, only one country actually costs anywhere near what ours does. Uh, Every other country is half or less what we pay, including the uh, best healthcare system in the world in France that all the rankings have them on the top. They spend about yes. $5,000 per person per year. We spend over almost $11,000 per person per year for health care or for remedial sick care is what I call it. Um, mm. And then Switzerland is the only one that comes close. They're around close to $8,000 per person per month, and they have Obamacare. Mm-hmm. But they have Obamacare in a small, homogeneous, affluent nation. So they can afford all, you know, private Obamacare type thing. Plus, they don't have a Supreme Court sitting up there saying that corporations have more rights than people. So therefore, uh, the Swiss can severely limit their private insurance companies' abilities to gouge their people. I'm sorry. We can't do Um, that. I think Amanda, it's like three o'clock for Amanda over there. Oh, aloha, man. It's three o'clock here, but it's a different part of the world. Yeah. I'm like, I know Amanda. Just before we go, this has been a fabulous discussion. Just before we go, Amanda, you're there in the UK. What, what, somebody, you get sick or need medical attention, what is the procedure there? Do you have, you have government sponsored healthcare there, correct? Yes, it's all government funded, and uh, you, you can literally just call up a doctor, go see them. It doesn't cost you a thing. The only thing that does cost you is if you're working, then you pay for your medication. If you're, That's it. Uh, if you yeah, if you're 
um, on some sort of government um, wage or whatever you want to call it um, to, to help you with your living costs or you got disability, uh, I can't even speak, disability issues, then, you know, you'll get funding for that as well to help with that. And you don't pay for your medication, but it's generally, you know, people who work um, taxes, you know, they, they fund back into the NHS, which is what we call it, the National Health System. And um, they pay for their medication, but they try to keep costs as low as possible for medication. Um, but there's still plenty of people who complain about that. And, you know, you got those people who work in uh, complaining that they've got to pay for medication, whereas the people who are not working don't have to pay for their medication. I can understand their grief, you know. I can understand it. But I can see both sides of the, the story. I kind of sit on the fence of it all, to be fair. But uh, we're very grateful for our healthcare system. Very grateful. Yeah, the NHS also serves as a as a 900-pound gorilla to beat down the drug costs because your drug costs are significantly lower than ours. Yes. Yes. Yeah, for the, for the same exact medications. For the same exact medications. Yeah. Well, yeah, listen, folks, we're going to wrap. We're going to wrap. Um, and uh, I know we've got uh, on the podcast. We've got six minutes to go. And what we will do is honor Chetty. In, no, no, in order, in, in honor, in honor of Chet being on the show, we're going Thank to finish you, the podcast. Chet. We we will not hear it right now, but on the podcast, you will. We will finish the show with um, a Chet Gardner, Andy Kimball um, song that that Chet put together, uh, and uh, we'll play that at the end of this. So stand by for that tune, and that's the music for the exit of our Conspiracy Friday show here on the Coast to Coast program. And uh, folks down the road, anytime, call us 515-605-9888. Andy Kimball here, Amanda Love over in the UK, Cornell Butler in Wilmington, yeah. and our, our guest of honor, Chet Gardner, uh, singer, Thank songwriter, you, composer, bass player, guitar player. Yeah. Chet, it's been a pleasure meeting <laughs> you, darling. Chet, it's a pleasure meeting you, man. I'm sorry. I didn't know what was going on here. <laughs> and coffee farmer. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And coffee farmer. And coffee Definitely. farmer. Definitely. Coffee farmer. <laughs> All right, guys, listen, take care. All the best. And wishing everybody a happy, safe weekend. Stay, stay strong. Love you guys. Wear a mask. Wash your hands. Yep. And, uh, and we'll talk to everyone. We're back on the air Monday, right? Oh, here on the yes. Coast to Coast Show. That's and I want right. to thank everybody for chiming in and listening in. And we'll, uh, our numbers are looking real good. We do have a couple more countries on board, too. I, wanna, I forget who they are off the top of my head. South Africa, and I'm sorry, Monday we'll, we'll address that. But, uh, Switzerland, Switzerland, and Switzerland, Cuba, Switzerland, Cuba. Switzerland. That's it. You got it. Thank you guys. Yeah. That's it. Switzerland. So, Excellent. Uh, yes. So our listeners there, welcome aboard. Thank you for listening. We'll be we'll be right back on the show again on Monday. We run our Friday show again on Saturday and Sunday. And if you're listening uh, on those days, you'll hear um, the. Um, the song created by Chet Gardner, Sandy Kimball tune. I'm not sure which one it's going to be sitting right here, but but oh, um, happy listening. Enjoy it, and we'll see you on Monday. Thank you, folks. Take care. And Bye, Chet, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And Bye, everyone. You. Thank you. Aloha. Bye-bye, Chet. Aloha. Bye-bye. Tobacco on my fingers My breath reeks of hot wine and sex My eyes open up like they haven't in years So I 
Yeah.